What's up, world? Welcome to The Positive Truth, uplifting and positive news to help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at The Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding to communities everywhere. We have our first interview since COVID-19. Would you like to introduce yourself and tell everyone a little bit about your background and who you're representing today? Yeah, absolutely. Hi, everyone. My name is Evelyn Kessler. I'm the founder and executive director of a nonprofit called International Child Advancement. We are a small uh, organization located in, in Buffalo, New York area that's in Western New York. And um, what we do, our mission is to empower orphans and underprivileged children through education, vocational training and mentoring. So that's just high level who I am and, and what we do. That sounds amazing in itself. Thank you. Thank you. What inspired you to start International Child Advancement? Well, you know, uh, to go back a little bit on my story, that's that's going to tie into why ICA came to be about. My family's originally from the Democratic Republic of Congo. That's in Central Africa. Uh, my dad had obtained a uh, Fulbright scholarship to attend the University of Buffalo. And um, that's how we ended up coming first to the U.S. I was born a few years after they had moved here. And then after he graduated, we moved back to the Congo in 1986. Now, fast forward to 1994, where, um, you know, I was living in the East Coast of the country with my mom. But towards the last few years, conflict began and um, in the neighboring country of Rwanda, the genocide began as well. I don't know if you had heard about the genocide that took place there, but hundreds of thousands of people had died. Uh, with that, there was a large influx of refugees that came in, trickling in through Goma, where I lived with my mom. And um, and we, we noticed that a lot of unrest was happening. The school that I attended in Rwanda, because I crossed the border every day, was bombed. Um, thankfully, no one was hurt. I wasn't there, um, which was, you know, a great blessing that 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 didn't take place while we were in school. Um, but my mom decided, all right, time to leave. It's getting unsafe. Uh, so that's that's why I left in 94, moved to France, Paris, France, and then moved back to the U.S. in 1997. Um, and when I came back, you know, I went through the typical progression of school, uh, starting my career, getting married, having kids, but through it all, I could not stop think of all the kids that lost their families in the DRC. Um, it's estimated that there are over 4 million orphans in the Democratic Republic of Congo, and many of these kids end up as street children, um, and street children having to fend for themselves at the age of five years old, six years old, 10 years old. You can imagine these kids having to figure out where they're going to sleep, what they're going to eat. Um, and unfortunately, many of these kids get abducted to become modern day, modern day slaves, to become child soldiers. We've had instances where some of these children were even killed for their organs. Their organs were sold um, in other countries. Um, so it's a horrible, horrible situation. So I personally could not stop thinking about that and thinking of how blessed I was. Look, I'm not rich. I don't have deep pockets, but I just feel like each of us can do something to help one person. So why not? And although I was terrified to start a nonprofit, um, I decided to do just that to to try to help these kids in the DRC. That is an amazing story. 
not all heroes wear capes. That's exactly what I thought of while you were speaking. I think that's amazing in itself, which leads me to this next question. We love the three E's, empower, educate, and elevate. Uh, how does international child advancement reach those goals with the children you're, you're helping? Yeah. So number one with empower, um, you know, for us, it's important that we empower these children to become self-sufficient. And in talking to um, the leaders at the orphanage that we support and just interacting with the kids and even for my own self growing up, um, you know, everything that I need, needed to do or had to do to get where I was, it it came through the avenue of other people empowering me and helping me. So for us, we empower the children to become self-sufficient through our initiatives. So through our programs. And when it comes to the education piece, we pair the children with sponsors or corporate sponsors, individuals or corporate sponsors um, who support these children's education, K through 12, uh, because unfortunately in the DRC, um, Public school is not free. You have to pay tuition. Uh, the, the country is currently in the process of looking at ways that they can make education free, but the standard has been that you have to pay for your education. So of course, an orphan, where are they gonna get the money, right? right. Um, so that's how we, um, we meet that goal of educating the kids is pairing up with sponsors, raising money so we can pay tuition and through our three vocational training programs, which is our sewing program, our computer training program, and our agricultural program, which through all three of them, not only will they gain skills, but um, to get a job, but it will help them also become, you know, start a business, become an employer. Um, so those are the goals that that we have for the educate piece and then elevate. Um, you know, our goal is to elevate the children from their current uncertain present to a promising future. Um, so in a nutshell, that's how we meet the three, the three E's, as you call it. <laughs> and I'm gonna use that. I love how you say the three E's. I'm definitely gonna use that. Yeah, we definitely love that. We uh, try to use awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding over here. So once we saw mm -hmm. that, we're kind of like, hey, we're on the right path. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Talk about those three programs because they sound awesome. The sewing program, the computer program. I already forgot the last one. Agriculture. Agri yeah, agriculture. Yeah, so what we did is, you know, one thing I, I do want to point out, I remember as a kid seeing nonprofit organizations at the time that would come in and assume what people wanted, uh, they would assume that people would want, you know, endless and, and perpetual money or clothes throw, thrown at them or cereal boxes thrown at them. Number one, folks in the Congo don't eat cereal, um, you know, in the boxes like the Cheerios and cornflakes. So for, for us, the first thing was getting an understanding of what will work in the Congo, what will work in Goma specifically. And that's number one, how we decided to start these three programs. Number one, the sewing program in the DRC, the majority of the population have their clothes custom made. That's cheaper than going into a store to actually buy clothes that are already made. So we decided to start with that. Um, so the children learned how to sew clothes, how to get clients, how to tailor those clothes to those clients and to sell those goods. So they've started to make money that way. And then the computer training program, we got them computers so they can learn, you know, Microsoft's office and 
how to how to type up documents, how to do presentations and so forth. And eventually that's going to turn into them teaching folks in the community and charging a small fee. So that's another way for them to make money. And then third, with the agricultural program, they're learning the, the soil in Goma, the city of Goma is very rich. So we, we decided that that would be the third way for them to learn agriculture, which will help them, uh, um, you know, also get food for their, themselves because that's a struggle day to day to get enough food to feed these kids. There are 100 kids at the orphanage. They typically eat once a day, which as you can imagine, even for us adults, that's not much, right? So, um, you know, number one is we're, we're trying to grow that program, especially so that they can grow enough food to feed themselves. And then eventually if they have a surplus, they can sell that. So that's another revenue stream. So those are our three programs. How hard were those programs to start up? The, I would say the sewing program, you know, was easier than, than I expected. I believe it was early 2017 that we had one of our first, you know, bigger uh, fundraising events. I mean, for the first time we raised 5000 I think it was close to $5,000. And for us, that was like, woo, that was almost like, <laughs> raising them and now we we were able to you know purchase a few machines and that's how they got started and for I think a year and a half or two years they they only had three machines okay they only had three machines but I think over 20 kids completed the program we decided to actually do a, a fashion show here in Buffalo called the Empowered Fashion Show where we had their clothes shipped here models here wore their work and we were able to showcase that um so that's how that one got started the computer training program that was a bit more difficult because it took a few years to raise money to get five computers um which were purchased and i think it was brussels we had to have it shipped to goma so that, that was that was tedious that was that was a lot to get that up and running and then the agricultural program that was on our to-do list. We were hoping someday that we might be able to start it. But one of our um, supporters was like, hey, here's money, purchase a small plot of land out of nowhere. And that was such a huge blessing. And I was like, what? Just like that. That's awesome. So that's how the third one came about. I think that's amazing. And that honestly leads me to the next question. So I know you guys received some help. You guys set goals and achieved them. Do you guys have any goals right now that you guys mm -hmm. are trying to achieve? Oh, yes, absolutely. This year, especially, the primary goal is for us to purchase a small building to run those programs. And I don't want people to be afraid and they hear purchase a building. Okay, that's over 100000 No, we actually can find a small building that costs close to $10,000. So that's one of our primary goals this year is to raise $10,000 so we can purchase the orphanage, a small building where we can run those three programs. And then in addition to that, expand the program. So purchasing additional sewing machines, purchasing additional computer computers and, and the like. So we can expand those. And, and of course, increasing the number of kids that are in school um, because we have 56 orphans in school out of the 100. So if we can get people to help us out to get all those kids in school, that would be fantastic. It only costs $150 a year to 
send a kid in K through six to school. Um, children in seven to um, grade 12, it's 200 a year. So it's it's definitely doable. Um, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. K through six is 200 a year. And then seven to 12 is I believe 220 a year. Um, so those are our short-term goals. Long-term, we hope to build them a home, a school and a training center. I think that sounds amazing. I mean, everything that you all are doing right now is just beautiful. I couldn't even imagine anybody doing this, especially right now during this time. And which also leads me, do you guys have, where can Thank I you. follow you guys? Where can I support you guys? Where can I see if you guys have any events coming up that I want to donate to? Yeah, yeah. So you can find us on social media. We are on Facebook under International Child Advancement. We're on LinkedIn under the same name. And on Instagram, you can find us as well um, under INT Child Advancement. So you can find us on all those three platforms. We do have a website, childadvancement.org. Um, and you know, we're we're always keeping everyone up to date on what's coming and what we're doing. So please follow us. All the links will be in the description, by the way. <laughs> Most definitely. So Perfect. we have more questions. I just want to say before we get out of here, before Tim asks you his favorite questions, I love how you said you went over there and you listened to what they needed and then provided it for them instead of just giving them Cheerio boxes. I love that so much. Yeah, yeah, that's so important. And I hope that more and more um, people will learn to to pause and listen, right, to the other. And that can be with um, humanitarian work. It can be with any anything else in our relationships with our friends, with our family. Um, it's so important to hear the other person's what they need instead of us making the assumptions, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And I'm positive after people hearing this interview, they're going to be inspired to pause and actually listen to help out with any relationship that they're in because this was amazing, honestly, yeah. amazing conversation. I hope so. Awesome. This leads into my favorite question in the entire world. Yes. What is your favorite quote? Oh my goodness. You know, I'm a quote addict and anyone who knows me knows that I, I have quotes all over plastered around my desk, but the one quote I would say that hit me in my teenage years and that has stuck with me till today is by Edward Everett Hale. And it says, I think it's a short home, but to me, I take it as a quote. So we're just going to call it a quote. I'm with <laughs> and um, it says, I'm only one, but still I am one. I cannot do everything, but still I can do something. And because I cannot do everything, I will not refuse to do the something that I can do. I'm loving it. <laughs> we appreciate you coming on. Is there anything you would like to tell the people? Um, you know what? I just want to thank um, everyone for, for listening in, for taking the time to hear uh, who we are, what we're about. And, you know, a really quick big shout out, number one, to you guys for ha having me on to share about ICA and a big thanks to our supporters, our donors, our supporter supporters, our board members and our volunteers, because without them, we would not be doing all that we're doing. So thank you so very much. I really appreciate it. We appreciate you coming on as well. Have a wonderful day. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Have a good one.